Hi, my name is Brendan Bigley. Hi, my name is Andrea Caproni. Whoa, almost a rap. Almost. I don't know how to do a rap. <laughs> no, I think I think that was it. Um, welcome to No Scripts at All. It's a podcast about Tara's House, a wonderful Japanese reality TV show that's on Netflix that you should tell all your friends to watch. You should tell everyone to watch it. Uh, this is Opening New Doors, episode 10. Uh, it's part two, episode two. This episode is called The Christmas Assassin. Who might that be? Let's uh, well, let's find out together. Well, who knows? I will say this is probably the most shocked I've ever been watching Terrace House oh, yeah. in my whole life. Yeah, it was incredible. Um, so let's just get right to it, I guess. The first thing we see in the show is Xi'an and Tsubasa. They're putting up another Christmas tree. It's like a redemption Christmas tree after yeah. the one that you and I both dunked on. I mean, we, we, they're still not great at it, but at least this one's inside. Yeah, that is true. It does look really nice as well. It looks and I really love nice. I love that there were other people in the Facebook group who agreed with us that the tree was <laughs> was borked the, the outside tree. It was so weird. I don't know. It, it is a weird tree. So, it, it's good that they have a redemption Christmas tree. Uh it's very cute. It's like a, it's like a like a nice like a nice moment this whole thing. Um so they're kind of talking about what their Christmas plans are. Uh they're saying, "Oh, you know, we're going to have dinner with everyone." And uh Subasa asked Shion, "Oh, what did you do last year?" Chian is like, oh, last year I went out to dinner um, because someone someone asked me out, and uh, he's like, it was an ex of mine. And Tsubasa's like, wow, you must be popular with the ladies. And Chian's like, oh, you think so? And Tsubasa goes, come on, man. She's <laughs> 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 like, you're a, you're a fucking like tall half American <laughs> model living in Japan. Like, come on. <laughs> it's really it's really funny because she you can see her face being like, shut the fuck up, my dude. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's also when I first when I first watched this, I thought he was making fun of um, Yudai. In what way? For going to dinner with his ex on Christmas. Oh yeah, true. But then I was like, oh no, he actually did go to dinner with his ex. Okay. Yeah. Weird. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Oh man, what a what a nice show this is without Yudai. Wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love this show with four people in this house. Yeah, completely and no different one else. television program now. So we get two new people this episode, but this this bit where we just have four of them is just lovely. It's really nice. I mean, it does have a very awkward moment in it, but it's very nice. Yeah. So we'll get there. So they, they finish up the tree uh, and they start talking about where they're going to go for their skate date. And they decide on going to an outdoor skating rink. And so nice. like at this point, like they, they have like the classic, like kind of couple-y back and forth banter. Um, at this point, like, it feels like they're super dating. You know what I mean? Like, they haven't said it officially, but, like, they're together at this point, right? Yeah. It feels like it, at least. It feels like it. Even if they're not acknowledging it. Yeah, it's like, it's like that organic stuff where you're like, oh. Yeah. You're, 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 we like each other. Yeah. It's, it's pretty significant at this point, I think. Um, I love, I love this whole little scene. It's a nice way to open the episode. Yeah. Um, after that. Uh, apparently we just skipped to the Taka and Ami date. It just goes one couple in the house to the next potential couple. Just whiplash. Just fucking whiplash. Um, And they go to a lunch spot at the top of a mountain. Uh, And it is like amazing. It's like, I I remember um, what was that episode? Not that episode but that that place in Aloha State that they always ate at. It was like the Skyline or the Sky Dart or something. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, uh, some some like weird lounge in Hawaii that was like at the top of a building, at the top which is, like, of like overlooked all of like a bunch of Hawaii. mountains. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, and this feels like the Karizawa version of that. Um, 
It, what is un- unfortunate, though, is that they have to sit facing the wrong way, so they can't even look at the view because I guess the way the camera's <laughs> Which really set up sucks. Yeah, it, it's like the cam, like the camera crew really wanted to get the shot of the mountains, but that also means that Taka and Ami couldn't look at it. Yeah, which they're not they're not hanging out with it, which is kind of sad. Yeah, but on the plus side, Taka even says this. He's like, "Oh yeah, I forgot that you don't care about scenic views at all." Because Ami like specifically said a couple episodes ago, she's like, "No, I don't really care." About, He's like, like, "I don't give a shit about mountains. The sights don't take or... me outside." <laughs> um, really good. Uh, they, so they don't they don't put any music in this entire scene, which I thought was really surprising. I don't know. It just, it feels really long. It's so it makes I, it I, feel I, worse. Yeah. So God. Ami, I think we, we talked about this in a couple of previous episodes, but like. Yudai was kind of the bullseye. He was kind of the target for a while, right? Yeah. And like we we've said in the past that if Yudai wasn't there, Ami would be the Yudai yeah. of the house, where like she would be the problem child if which, Yudai like, wasn't there. Which like kind Yudai's of, not there anymore, so she she becomes yeah, a target. It was like, okay, first scene she's in, let's see how she handles it. Um and, and it kind of feels that way it kind of feels like she's not really opening herself up she like makes fun of taka for the food that he's eating all this like kind of weird stuff i still like her personally i i am starting to see why people that dislike her dislike her though yeah i do too like her the way she acted in this show was a little in this in this date was like a little you okay it's interesting like the more i watch of ami especially in this episode and you like definitely get a hint of it like towards the end um the more it seems like she's kind of unsure of herself in a yeah. way that seems like the antithesis of the person that we met in previous episodes. Like, Which I in- mean, I, I can see that too, but I, I, I can also see it from the side of like, I've also been 19 and really dumb and very insecure about myself. So yeah, like I see where it's coming from, but yeah. Yeah. Just like, just like wild fluctuations between being very confident and being super insecure. Um, yeah. Whereas, like, in, in the earlier episodes, like, whenever she was hanging out with her friends, like, it was just, like, dish, 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 dish on everyone in the house. And now it's kind of, like, reserved on me. Um, and maybe it's because, like, Mizuki left. Like, maybe that has something to do with it. But anyway, uh, the two of them are on this date. Um, uh, one of the first things that happens is Ami notices that Taka styled his hair for the date, which is nice. It's like a, it's like a kind of cute moment. Yeah. Taka starts this conversation by saying, so there's going to be a new people house. What are you going to do if a really hot guy shows up? <laughs> and Ami's Hello, like, fellow kids. Yeah. Uh, and Ami's like, oh, I, I, you know, I tend to judge on first impressions. And Taka's like, well, I, I don't know. You and I have been living in the same house for question mark amount of weeks at this point. I don't really even know what your type is. So what is your type? And I wrote down all of the things that she lists. Oh, my some God. Of them, <clears throat> some of them contradict other things. But I, let me let me just list them all. Someone who will really love me. They can't be obnoxious about it. They have to seem uninterested. I do need them to make a move, though. Also, if I want to go somewhere, I want them to take me there. They have to be excited. And physically, they could be anywhere on on the map. Um, Oh, my God. And she ends all of that by saying, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Which, like, it seems that way. Because there are a couple contradictions just, like, within those couple sentences that she throws out. Yeah. I mean, she has this perfect image of a guy, of a person that she wants to date. Mm-hmm. And the personality is just like whatever clicks and makes it feel makes it seem good for me. Yeah, that's why like I never really understood when people ask like what what's your type. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't know someone I like. Yeah, I can kind of see like her trying to look for an answer because she hasn't really thought about it. 
That yeah, I I get that too. Like if someone asked me that right now, I would say I I literally can't answer you. I don't know. Yeah. Like you know when you know. And maybe for some people, like there is a specific type that they're looking for, and they like they can recognize certain qualities. But for me, it's always just been like whoever, not not whoever. (laughs) (laughs) Whoever. Fuck it, man. Honestly, if someone looks at me, that's that's yeah, that's it. I'm in love. I think it means we're married. Yeah, it's fine. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I I think like I think I kind of get what where she's coming from in that situation, but yeah. it is it is very funny that she's like I don't want I don't someone know. who uh really like outwardly says that they like me, but also they need to be very excited about me and do everything for me. <sighs> this this is like an anime character. I I can't people like yeah. this don't exist. Ami I think is like a very singular interesting person, and that is mm-hmm. why I like her on the show so much. Yeah, um, she she is such a strange personality that I, I think she could just kind of makes the whole show more surreal and I like having her on it. It is, yeah. It is kind of like an existential crisis a little bit when you see her and you're like, are you okay? Yeah. Are you all right? But also, uh, then she'll just... She'll just say shit like this and I'm like, you're perfect. Diss someone in like a very like subtle way. Yeah. In like three words. It's like in the last episode when she's eating... um. The food that Yudai made before <laughs> before he leaves, and and she just says it's good, and it's like good. the it's just so laced with meaning, right? Like this food, you could put it in in italics. The word this, like this food it, is this good. food is good, not your shitty water soup from like the not first any episode. other stuff you've ever made. Yeah, <laughs> not that weird onion that you smelled and made into a fucking bra. No, no, <laughs> this one's um, good. So a- anyway, uh, Tuck gets up and and starts to look out at this view, which is amazing. It's uh, real and he, pretty, and and he just has like such a such a movie protagonist moment where he's like, mm, "Oh my god, yeah, I love the countryside." And it's like everyone <laughs> says that. <laughs> yeah, uh, and Ami's like, "Okay, so you're gonna live here forever, right?" And and he goes, "Not forever. I want to settle out in the actual country at some point." And and he's like, "You don't really seem like the country type, though. There aren't really." any country types around here uh and and ami's like oh there are and he goes not like you and then he says what really does feel like a line from a movie he goes cool Cool beauties beauties like like you you. no one says that in real life this entire conversation is from like a script yeah (gasps) one script at all no (laughs) (laughs) This, 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 this whole scene was so weird yeah it was interesting. I, I didn't dislike it as much as I thought I was going to. I, I think like we get kind of a recap of, of the date right after the intro. Um, but I, I do think like my initial takeaway was like, this was actually kind of nicer than I thought it was going to be. Ami noticing that he styled his hair was like kind of a cute, cute moment. Yeah, it was a nice cool. moment where they connected. Yeah, cool beauties was like a very <laughs> cool weird beauties. thing to say. But like I could see in the moment it being very nice. Yeah. You know? I can totally see that happening though. Like if it was like a if it was a com- if it was like a comedy movie and he said like cool beauties like her, like you, and yeah. it like cuts to her and her hair is like like flowing in the breeze, and then yeah. like a mosquito just goes straight into her mouth and goes down her throat. <laughs> uh-huh. She's so cool. So cool. <laughs> Such a cool beauty. So we we cut to the intro, and on the other side of the intro, we see probably I think my favorite thing that has been happening over and over again on this show so far. Is is Taka and Subasa hanging out? We're just chilling. Do you ever feel? I I've never felt more that these two were the protagonists and everyone else was just along for the ride more than in this scene. Like as oh, we keep yeah. getting the Taka and Subasa 
conversations, it's always like, okay, these two are going to come together. They're going to sit down. They're going to recap all the things that have happened to them recently and how yeah. they're feeling. Like they check in with each other in like a very friendly and cool way. But it reminds me more of like two protagonists living different lives have to meet together. Yeah. To, to very much like say not show for the people who don't really catch the stuff that you're putting down. Also, I just like it because it kind of turns into a mini panel. It is. It is if like I'm a just mini like, panel. Yeah. If I'm just like talking about the stuff that's going on in the house. It's really cute. Yeah, it yeah, it's like two it's like two warring factions meeting in the demilitarized zone or something. <laughs> exactly. Although they're like buds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, um so immediately Subasa goes to get her third ice cream of the day, which I'm living. I just want to say that I was incredibly jealous of this moment and I immediately got up and drove to the nearest grocery store and got ice cream so I could have it. For when we recorded this episode. Yeah, he was eating, I, I can, I can, I'm a, I was a witness. He was eating ice cream when we started recording this podcast. Uh-huh. And then I dripped it on my jeans. Oh. And I had to put it away because I, I made an, I made a dairy mistake. You made a, you, <laughs> a dairy mistake. <laughs> you made a, you made a mess. Uh-huh. What was, uh, what kind of ice cream was it, Brendan? We um, know. They, they didn't have the black raspberry, which is what I usually get. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I, it's the weirdest flavor. Nobody really talks about it. It's purple, which is wonderful, uh, and I don't know. It's good. It's been my favorite flavor since I was like, since I can remember what ice cream was. Yeah, it sounds really good. I'll try it next time. Oh, anyway, they didn't have it, so I got like peanut butter cup. Whatever. Oh, that's still really good, standard though. Standard stuff. It was okay, what but it wasn't of, black raspberry. What kind of ice cream? I'm gonna judge you. It was Ben and Jerry's. Okay. All right. That's good. Okay. What's acceptable and what's not? Uh, ben and Jerry's is acceptable. Bluebell uh-huh. is acceptable. Eddie's oh, yeah. is not. <laughs> oh no Eddie, eddie's is barely ice cream right isn't that their whole yeah. thing yeah basically they like changed um, the the meaning of the word ice cream or something yeah it's or fucked like... up the only good thing about eddie's is that they are the people who do that that's where the meme of like the guy that goes that's a 10 comes from is from an eddie's commercial oh okay so they, yeah, they put so something good. good in the world yeah but um bluebell is very good it's a texas brand um there was a outbreak of listeria <laughs> in their their company in their factory like three years ago and maybe we didn't have blue Bell for a year and i wanted to die oh my god but it's all fixed now i think i don't Where know is, if, uh, if i die if i die Talenti. eating ice cream is fine talenti is good but like yeah. it, it's like i gotta have that money uh-huh talenti is like every year i would eat i would buy a talenti ice cream mm-hmm. just so that i could reuse their container to be like my paintbrush holder yeah in art school why are the containers so good? I don't know. I pay, I feel like we pay money mostly for the container. They're barely anything, but I do keep all of them. Yeah, no, because they're very, 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 really convenient containers. You can pack your lunch in them. Yeah. Yeah, make a make a nice little salad in that. Anyway, thanks for listening to our podcast about Tara's house. Yeah, thanks for coming to our ice cream TED talk. Yeah. Ooh, ice cream TED talk sounds like good. Right. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> Taka and Subasa are hanging out. Subasa goes to get some ice cream. Uh, she asks about the meal they had <laughs> specifically not the date she asked about the meal that taka had uh with ami and uh taka says i got curry and ami made fun of me i uh, forgot to mention that yeah she did make fun of his beans yeah. yeah yeah and i love uh the panel talks about it later so he he gets multi-grain rice instead yeah. of white rice and he gets some beans some like it's a trendy beans. thing yeah yeah and and the panel's like man that, that's a trendy meal he knows yeah. what he's doing yeah um anyway so taka asks how things are going between her and shion kind of flipping it this scene is really interesting subasa says he's good looking he has a nice personality uh he's 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 funny and he's so perfect 
Uh, and Taka's like, is he too perfect? Oh, no. And Subasa's like, I can't help but think that I'm not good enough for him. And she kind of talks a little bit about how she feels like whenever she goes out on a date with him, she always feels bad that she's the one that he's standing next to. Aw, man. Which is like brutal. That bums me out. I'll say two things about it. Like, on one hand, it's it's really a bummer that she feels that way and like that we're just kind of finding out about it now, especially because it's been so many weeks of this happening. On the other hand, it is nice that she has someone like Taka that she can kind of talk to about this stuff. Yeah. It is nice that she's not just like wrapped up in herself, kind of n- not being able to to say this stuff out loud, because when you say things like that out loud, everybody around you is going to be like, what are you talking about? Like, of course, you're amazing. Yeah, um, exactly. If they're good people. Yeah, well, that's true. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. And Subasa, if you're listening to this, you're the best. You're the best. You're very good. You're, you're a literal winner. <laughs> Quick shout out to, to Scott and our Facebook group. We have a Facebook group, by the way. You can go to Facebook and, and type in no script at all and you can find it there. Shout out to Scott and our Facebook group who has been keeping a, an active chart. Incredible. Everyone who's been winning and losing uh, in our winner and losers bracket at the end of every episode of this podcast. Amazing. Um, Thank you. Su- Subasa, you have a 100% win rate. You do. Keep Every going. Every single episode. Yeah. Keep it going. Anyway, she says that she's not good enough, and that's kind of a bummer. But Taka says, Captain, you need to shoot your first buck. Fuck, dude. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Which is the first moment in this episode that I had to pause so I could finish laughing and then unpause. Um, because what? <laughs> what? Who says that? He's re- he's like trying to be like with the whole like cool beauty thing and this what he's in a fucking like buddy cop movie. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, this version of Taka is the one scripted all version of Taka. It's like the yeah. alternate <laughs> void universe version it's of like, this show where it's completely scripted. Yeah. It's like it's like medium place Taka. Yeah. Taka was looking in the mirror and in, in between the previous episode and this one and he fell through the mirror and the mm-hmm. and the mirror version of him also fell through and they fell oh, through shit. into opposite worlds. Yeah. That's some Kingdom Hearts shit. Hell yeah. Yeah. It is very Kingdom Hearts. And, and yeah. that is uh, so. So this is mirror Taka saying that you need to shoot your first puck. Yeah. Um, and, and Tsubasa kind of talks about like, hey, everyone around me is getting married. Everybody around me is having kids and stuff. Um, she's like, I just kind of want to experience romance i just want to like, feel that me too it's good it's good i feel it's you good. me too suasa god she's really good granted everyone gets married really quickly in japan it's kind of crazy yeah i think she said she's 24 and yeah, all of her friends are getting married yeah. and having kids yeah uh Wild. like half of my class is already had with children are married it's i mean all four of them honestly they're yeah. happy but also like damn that's amazing yeah. It, yeah, it sucks that she's feeling kind of insecure about her relationship with Jian. It is, I guess, nice that they still have other dates planned and like maybe she can kind of talk about this with him and like maybe that'll work out. I don't know. I, I have high hopes for the two of them. Now that I've come around on Xi'an being evil and maybe not evil, I'm feeling better about the about yeah, the me too. thing. Yeah, me too. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope we're right. I want them to smooch. It's been so long without a smooch. It's been 10 episodes already. No smooch. No smooch. Have have not not a single. We said in episode one of opening new doors, air horns for smooch squad, mm-hmm. and air horns for gazebo chat, and neither yeah. of them have happened. None of those have happened. I completely forgot about gazebo chat. Maybe it it's seems just like cool. everyone in the house forgot about gazebo chat too. Yeah, maybe it's just real too cool. Maybe the gazebo is where the <laughs> the tree is right now. Maybe maybe towards the end of the season when it like leaves winter. 
God, I hope so. We'll get to some gazebo chat time. Anyway, Subasa flips us around uh, and asks Taka about his relationship status, specifically yeah. what's going on with Ami. Uh, yeah. And and he's like, you know, I think Ami's really cute. I like hanging out with her. He says straight up that he likes her, which yeah, is interesting. Which is, which is refreshing to hear someone say that they like someone. Right. It's been a while yeah. since someone has just said that outright. Yeah. But, caveat, he can't see a relationship with her. And he's like, I like people who have similar interests and sensibilities. She's not really the active She's type. She's absolutely the opposite. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's like, she seems pretty spoiled, honestly. Anyway, so that that's kind of where that ends. Taka's like, I don't think the thing with Nami's going to happen, which, you know, yeah. it is what it is. Um, mm. I, I enjoyed that date. There was, a, there was a glimpse of something that might have been, kind of like when Yudai left. There was like a glimpse of greatness, and then it just kind of evaporated. But that's fine. You know, there are new people coming to the house. Who knows? Who knows, Who knows what could happen? We'll see. Uh, so then we cut to the panel. Um, the only thing that I wrote about this panel interaction is that Yama at one point says, quote, there's no need to make comments that would hurt other people's feelings when he's talking about Ami. And I just like could not believe that nobody called him Yama. out for saying that. <laughs> Yama, you talk so much shit. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was amazed. Oh, man. If if, Ken, if Kentaro would have been there, he would have called him out. Yeah. He would have been like, what the fuck are you talking about? Do you about, miss Kentaro? Dude? I do. I miss him a lot. I do too. I miss him so much. I didn't realize how much of an effect he'd had on my heart. I miss that dude. <sighs> I miss him so much. I, ho- I hope he's well on his Netflix show. No, he's fine. Yeah. he's That's he's, named he's, after him, but not about but him. But not really. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so that's the first half of the episode. We move all the plot forward and that's good. Mm-hmm. We, we, we get more Subas and Shion stuff. We have like their cute thing. They set up a date. We found out about Subasa's insecurities about it. Yeah, like, we, we have we have a rich narrative. Yeah, tapestry. Ami makes fun of Ami makes fun of some beans. Yeah, it's all right. Good. We get the other half with Ami and yeah. Taka, and they're like, kind of, "What's going on with that?" And we kind of get closure on that. We're like, "He's not into it." So like, we have we kind of did all of our relationship stuff and all yeah. of our like moving the house relationship stuff uh, forward in the first half. Yeah, and all now, the stuff that wasn't able to happen because Yudai was being there. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, but now that that's out of the way, we got new people Ooh, coming into the house. The entire back shit. half of this episode is the new new. Ooh. All right. I'm really excited. I was really excited. Th- I mean, first new people of opening your doors. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I can't believe what like, a, what like a giddy fanboy I am about this show sometimes. Some, like, I can't believe that we're this far into this podcast and I'm not like over it yet. <laughs> but like, I was <laughs> so like, hyped. Oh. I hope these. I hope these people are fun. <laughs> yeah, I just. I just wanted them to be nice. That's all I wanted. Yeah, um, me too. So first person shows up. They're they're all in the house. They're they're. I think drawing on the chalkboard, which is really cute. Yeah, we're doing like a Merry Christmas little yeah. like like handwritten illustration thing because it's Christmas Eve. They're decorating and the doorbell rings and they all get super excited and they they open up the door. Subasa answers the door uh doesn't actually answer the door but just unlocks the door from afar yeah uh, and they all like run and try and hide and then realize that they can't <laughs> <Yeah>. hide because <laughs> that would have been fucked up yeah that would have been hilarious if the person yeah. came in there's just no one there <laughs> oh my god um, hello yeah someone this, opened the door this is their first time having a new person come uh yeah. so it's exciting uh so here he is his name is uh shohei and shohei. he's 28 mm-hmm shohei Uemura. And he's a musician. Uh, we saw him 
in his funk band. His funk man. In the previous episode, which we found out later is called She Was. She Was. What does it mean? It means December? I didn't get that. December is Junigatsu. Okay. I didn't get it. Yeah, I don't know then. Yeah. Um. Anyway, they say something about how it has to do with December. Anyway, so so he comes in, he sits down. Uh, he, he comes in with like a like a keyboard and his suitcase and stuff. He sits down. <laughs> it's and, real uh, awkward. He can't get it through the door. Yeah, it's really yeah, good. Yeah, he's cute. Um, yeah. I, I love like once he gets it through, he like kind of stops and resets and is like, hi. <laughs> like, hey. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's, it's a nice moment. Anyway, so he sits down. Uh, Shion kind of whispers across the table to Ami. Uh, he's like, you should ask if she if he has a girlfriend. Um, and and he doesn't. We find out he's been single for six months, uh, and he's working on an album. Yeah, m- music is my girlfriend. Music is his girlfriend at the moment. Yeah. Um, he's from a place called Kumamoto, and he moved to Tokyo when he started taking music seriously. He's from and Kumamoto. What? It, what's? Where's Kumamoto? Kumamoto is is where my host mom is from. So it's oh, right no way. next to yeah. So it's right next to Miyazaki. Oh, that's it's, cool. Um, have you? Do you know who Kumamon is? Nope. You've probably seen a meme with him. He is this black bear with uh-huh. like really red cheeks, and he yes. has a face that's like. Yep. That's the mascot of Kumamoto. And if you get off at Kumamoto Station in Kumamoto, there's just a huge ass fucking like. That's just very a good. statue just just finding you. It's incredible. Kumamon's my favorite. Kumamoto's very good. Anyway, continue. Um, <laughs> it made me really happy. He speaks Japanese. I understand 100. percent That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so he's in two bands. He's in a city pop band. I don't know what that is. The fuck is that? I don't to me the the thing that pops into my head when I hear city pop is like the menu music in Persona Five. <laughs> well the thing that pops into my head when I say hear city pop is like Vaporwave. I wish. I, I hope know. his other band is a vaporwave. God, thing. I hope so. Um <laughs> And he's in a funk band. Um mm-hmm. and they're they're called Three and She Was respectively yes um and ami says interestingly she goes you seem older than taka ami (laughs) very weird and shohei goes do i look 40 like i don't know if that's a compliment or not and then everyone just kind of looks at ami waiting to see if she's gonna say if it was a compliment or not and then she just nods and then looks away and kind of like detaches from the conversation god (laughs) me too i also just i also just left this is I I this is the closest that I've gotten to disliking Ami in the way that I did in the first time I watched part one before we rewatched it, where I was like, yeah, this girl's a mess. Um, w- what a weird moment. I know. Anyway. It's really bizarre. I think she just didn't know what to do. Yeah. She just uh, said the first yep, thing. I came maybe it slipped out mind. and then it was yeah. like, oh, shit, that was super rude. Whoops. <laughs> anyway, so Shohei ends this by saying uh, things are going to get noisy starting today. So just bear with me. Cute. Um, I like it. We then cut to nighttime and there's a new girl uh, arriving at Karuzawa Station. So worth noting again, I, for the first time in a long time, took the notes for this episode while I was watching mm-hmm. it. I usually yeah. watch it and then watch it a second time and take notes a second time. I, I did it all in one swoop this time, and I'm super glad that it just happened to be this episode that I decided to do that for. So I'm just going to read the note that I have here. Yeah. Cut to the new girl arriving at Karizawa Station. She gets off the train and buys some wine immediately, making her my new favorite member with incredible priorities. Mm-hmm. You're right. So anyway, back at the house, everyone's making Christmas dinner together. Worth noting, produ- production note, I don't think they, they realized this, but like, I guess they 
they must have told them. They must have told them that the other person was coming that day. Yeah, they they had the sixth spot set at the table already. Yeah. Which I was like, ah, you knew. Because um, mm. I always wondered, like, how blindsided are they by new people showing up? It must have been, like, the two new people are going to show up today. Yeah, I think they might have just told them, like, because Taka also says, like, oh, we're getting new people tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I think so. So we'll see. That's what I think. Yeah. Anyway, the doorbell rings. And uh, the the person says over the intercom, quote, good evening, I'm moving in today. God, I can't believe what's going to happen. <laughs> which is which is very, I don't know, that, that was a very, like, direct thing to say. I was very surprised by it. Especially because yeah. in the previous episode, the glimpse that we got of this person was them in an empty apartment. It was, like, Being very somber. Sad. Yeah, yeah, it was, like, a sad, like, move-out situation. So, anyway... The chipper, good evening, I'm moving in today. I was like very yeah. surprised And by then it. they were like, oh, they sound like a really energetic person. Uh-huh. And in walks Sena. Oh my fucking God. Do you want to give a background on Sena for people who Sena, maybe don't know? Sena Shimabukuro was one of the original cast members of um, the first iteration of Terrace House. Terrace House Boys and Girls Next Door. Yeah, Boys and Girls Next Door. I always get that one in Boys and Girls in the City confused. She was one of the six original members in like the original Terrace House in, God, I forgot where, Kanagawa. Uh, she's the best. She always drinks a lot of wine and she was kind of like the party girl, quote unquote, as party girl as you can get in like Terrace House because everyone is still pretty respectful mm-hmm. <laughs> and like still very nice to people compared to like American and like North American reality shows. Um. She, I haven't watched a lot. I haven't watched the entirety of Boys and Girls Next Door yet, but I have gotten to the point where Sena left the house and then she came back <laughs> because she was such a good character, character, a good person to have in the house because she likes, she, she made stuff happen Um, that it, they decided to bring her back after yeah. her first love didn't work out. And then at the end of Boys and Girls Next Door, she ends up hooking up with a surfer who we end up seeing because both of them go to Aloha State to visit them. Yeah, his name is Daiki. His name is Daiki. But apparently they broke up because yeah. she moved out of that house and it was so empty. So in, in the previous episode when we were talking about like, oh, wow, look at all these shots of this empty apartment. This, this girl's looking down at the empty uh, like queen or king size bed where there used to be like a partner or something like. Yeah. Did someone die? Like, yeah. Like, what the fuck happened here? Turns out it was Daiki. It was, yeah, it was Daiki. Daiki's gone. Apparently, um, like, it's it's also interesting because, like, Sana apparently, like, said everything that happened to them and, like, the reason why they broke up, like, on, on her Instagram. Apparently, oh, he, really? like, cheated on her. Yeah, it was, like, apparently was, like, not a nice breakup at all. Oh, man. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah, it is rough. It really sucks. Um, but anyway, Sana walks in. I literally could not believe it um still i'm having a hard time believing it uh, me too we don't, we don't even get like that much of her in this episode but no, i was I just like fucking believe it so overwhelmed by i was flabbergasted i thought someone so i got a little spoiled because someone told me that Sena appeared in this show and right. i thought it was gonna be the same thing as aloha state like oh she her and daiki broke up she's gonna like come over and like hang out for a bit no mm-hmm. she just fucking moves it <laughs> Yeah, she is just a cast member now. I yeah, thought it was going to be a joke. I thought it was going to be like, hi, I'm here. I'm moving in. And just then kidding. She's gonna walk in and be like, just kidding. But it's me visiting. It's me saying it. Because she exciting? also walks in with a huge box. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. So um, the, the first thing she does, 
as soon as she walks in is she asks Xi'an if he can have if she can have his seat because she looks best from that angle. Oh, that's so iconic. Which I love. What an icon. So he gets up and then ends up sitting next to Zubasa, so it works which out. Which is fine, yeah. Yeah. Um weird that they weren't sitting next to each other in the first place. Now that I think about it. But anyway, um so she sits down and then gets up again to open up this big mystery box and busts out like a huge like what the fuck? Like flower arrangement? Like some crate and barrel like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's very it's very weird. It's very I think, weird. I think it might have been like a you went to a wedding and it was like one of the favors. Yeah. And she was like, I don't want this thing to die. I'll bring it on my Netflix house. Yeah. Or she like got it as like a going away present from like her neighbors or some shit. And she was like, I don't want this to die. I will take it to my Netflix house. Regardless, yeah. she did bring this like beautiful, like a flower cupcake mm-hmm. to the Netflix house. To her Netflix house. Yeah. In a huge fucking box. Like, yeah, she's very extra. Yeah, she that's she a very brings a lot. Yeah, besides she brings a lot. just besides just this floral arrangement. So we find out um, pretty quickly that she and Daiki broke up, as we just talked about, um, which explains all of the shots from the last episode. And, and she says, quote, about this. My grand romance has come to an end. I'm here to find my last love. Damn. And this is the moment. This is the moment when I said, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> this is Taishi again. Oh, I thought the same thing. I was just like, oh, God, this is Taishi. This oh, is exactly what Taishi did. He came in. He said, I'm yeah. looking for a love worth dying for. And you know what Taishi did? He stayed he did it. the entire time. Here's the thing, though. I'm, I think I'm okay with Sana staying the entire time. So let's talk about this. Um, well, let's get to the end of the scene okay, yeah. when we get to the panel, and then let's talk about this a little more. Um, so, so Taka says, oh, you seem like someone who likes to drink, and Saina goes, I have other interests, too, but then goes and busts out the wine that she bought, and then they ask her what she's doing, and she says she's working on becoming a yoga instructor, and she's designing accessories, but she's also a model. She does a lot. Yeah, she just does a lot of things. She does a lot of things here and there, uh, you know, besides being on reality TV shows. And somehow, in the midst of this conversation, uh, Shohei manages to invite everyone to a show that one of his bands is playing, uh, which is going to happen in three or four days, depending That's on if cool. it's Christmas that was or really, Christmas That Eve. was really smooth, yeah. Yeah. This, it just happens to be the day that Shion and Tsubasa have their skate date. Um, so, it, unless they have it in the day, and then they can go at night, but I don't yeah. know what the plan is. And uh, also, Sena kind of like, I don't know, like starts shit with Ami a little bit, or like is very aggressive to Ami, like very aggressively nice to Ami, who is being very reserved during this conversation. I think she felt like she was, she didn't want to intrude yeah. so onto the house. Th- the way this goes down is Sena asks Ami if she wants a ginger ale, and Ami says no, and then Sena's like, do you want water? And then Ami's like, no, I'm good. And then Sena's like, don't be shy, let me get you something. And Ami's like, no, I'm, I'm really okay. Uh, and then Sane is like, okay, I guess I'll back off then. It it starts off as a nice thing where she's like saying, oh, let me get you a drink. And then kind of becomes weirdly aggressive. Yeah, it was. I feel like I've had that. I've had that happen to me in like my abuela's house before. And I was like, oh, definitely. The reason that I wrote that down, the reason I bring it up is because I don't know anything about what Sana is like living in Terrace House. I have no idea what her vibe is. And so far, the vibe that I've gotten, especially with this thing with uh with ami is like she's bringing a lot of energy a lot of the time 
Uh, and, yeah. and the panel, like, understandably very, very hyped about it. Um, I think Tokui describes her as nitroglycerin for the plot. Yeah, she, she, she makes a lot of things happen. She, like, she moves the story forward. Yeah. And I think so, that's like, what why... Is her, what is her vibe? Is she, like, a nice person, or does she, like, start shit I all the time? So I don't remember her doing anything that was, like, actually, like, like bad or, like, nice or, like, or like mean. I don't remember yeah. her being a mean person. I don't think mm-hmm. Bird's, like... Well, Bird's been a few mean people on <laughs> Terry's house before. Oh, yeah. But I don't think Sana has been. The, the number one thing that I remember from Sana right now is that the first time before she... I think, I think this was her. I don't remember a lot of... I, I, wa- I watched this show like over like a year ago, but um, when Sena ended up asking this guy out and then right before he left to go to like, it was like a, a, a sur- another surfer, I think, to go to like do a training camp in the, in the States. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, sure. Let's go. Let's go like on a proper like date to like to like to like get to know each other once I come back and then just ghosted her. And so like what she did was like when he came back, she like found him and confronted him in person, like, hey, what the fuck, my dude? Yeah. So that's that's the number one like thing about Sana that I remember. Cause I was like, man, if that was me, I would have ghosted that situation too. But Sana was like, no one leaves me on read. And that's she like really literally good. found the dude and just went down and like found him and was like, hey, what the what the fuck, man? I thought we were gonna date. And then he was like, I'm sorry, I got too busy. Oh man. Okay. I'm very into yeah. that. If that's her vibe, then I'm very into it. Yeah. And that was, that was honestly like one of her first, the first times that like I saw her like in the first few episodes in like 2012, I guess, mm-hmm. um, is one that took place. Yeah. So I think she's just like a very high, like, like a very like high energy person who like yeah. doesn't just say shit, does shit. Yeah. Which I think is exactly what this house needs right now. Yeah. So she, I, I would say the thing that I find most interesting about her is, she is very glamorous in the way that like a movie star is and i i know that sounds a little bit reductive but like it there's a moment that sticks out in my brain that i always 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 think about uh, especially moments like this where i went and saw a taping of the colbert uh late show this one time and you know he he had a bunch of guests on he had billy eichner on that night um he, florence and the machine was the was the musician which is why i went because i'm a huge mm-hmm. Florence the machine fan and and all these people come on and it's just like exactly what you'd expect like oh cool I, I get to be in the audience and watch all this stuff happen but the moment that has stuck with me and will stick with me for the rest of my life was his his last guest of the night was bill clinton i have no particular feeling about bill clinton i was too young to really know if he was a good president or not i only know things yeah. i know about him like through history and stuff like that but bill clinton walks out on stage and i've never felt a room do this before but every single person in the room exhaled and he was he was like a like a a well of gravity and that just like commanded everyone's attention as he walked out i've never felt such like overwhelming star power and charisma from a person before but like he like crushed the entire room just by being there god it was like it was horrifying but also like basking in glory of someone that i had no opinion about it was like unbelievable and and from what i can understand some very 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 famous people have that kind of weight to them and it's weird seeing someone who has a modicum of that like Sena, show up in this house where everyone is kind of like a regular person because Sena comes in and she carries this weight with her of of you know all this context of previous terrace house seasons all this other stuff 
Yeah. It is weird seeing everyone interact with her because she seems like the famous person. Yeah, she's a, like a celebrity. On the show. Yeah. yeah, and that's what like that's what um that's what Tubasa even said when she like came out. She's like she's a celebrity. Yeah. She was like versus Terrace House celebrity here. Like cuz Tubasa I think was the only person that really knew who she was. Right. From like yeah, cuz she didn't know and like I think Taka knew, but like she she was like yeah, she's a celebrity. Like this person's like been here for like a long time. Yeah, someone calls like her the kinda, legend. Yeah, yeah, because that's what the panel calls her is the legend. Um, because she left and came back, it's incredible. She's she's following her truth. That's what it feels like, though. It feels like a member of the panel. Like yeah. she she could just as easily be a member of be the in panel. the panel. You yeah, I, mean? I was thinking about the same thing. Yeah, like if if Baba or um, Trendle left the panel, I could Sena. see them replace either of them with Sana. If you left. And yeah. Santa came in, it would be the same feeling, I think. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I um, think it's 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 really interesting. I can't wait to see what Santa does this yeah. season. I'm very excited. I, I literally have no idea what to expect. I I am just like very interested in the way that the vibe of this show is gonna be shaken up. I yeah. I kind of wish like there's a part of me that kind of wishes that we got a little bit more of like the quiet, subdued version of opening new doors that I think we were hoping for, but like yeah. just <laughs> waiting for Udai to leave so we could get that. Yeah. Um, and then having we had it for like in. 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, we had First it for like 20 minutes episode. and it was yeah. great. But wow, um, I can't wait for everyone else to experience Sana. Yeah, I'm really excited to watch the next episode <laughs> so I get to see what <laughs> her too. vibe is like. <laughs> anyway, so so the panel is obviously hyped and we come back from the panel and uh, Subasa and Ami are not in the dining room anymore. They're gone. Uh, and it leaves Sana and Shion and Shohei and Taka just like drinking wine together. Um, and they have this like little conversation about how they're all uppers when they're drunk, um, mm-hmm. meaning that they're all they'll get more excited and talkative and fun. She's funny because I just want to take a nap when I'm when I drink or do. Are you? Yeah, You're one of those? I'm very much a downer. Yeah, I'm, I'm very a, much like a. I'm definitely I go to bed. Are you? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, there's a threshold. Like after like a few a few oh, yeah. drinks, I'm like I want to go to bed now, please. <laughs> <laughs> um. So we cut from that fun lively conversation uh to ami and subasa basically what it, the fuck they're so angry it, se- it seems like they're at like a funeral like they're getting ready for a funeral um so it's very interesting they're they're preparing for Sena to move into the room uh and subasa literally takes all of her stuff and moves it to take up as little space as possible um she like takes her stuff out of the closets and like folds it up and puts it in in the drawers and stuff um and Ami says straight up, she's like, I, I wish Mizuki would come back. Um, Man. Yeah. And, and they both just like really seem kind of bummed about Sena showing up. I know, which is, which is weird. I think, I think, I think Subasa more than anything is just like really overwhelmed with the fact that like it's like a celebrity living in their house. Yeah. Uh, Ami, Ami says that at some, I guess this was mentioned off screen, but. Ami says that Sena at one point mentioned that it would take, quote, three days to get used to her, like to living with Sena. Yeah. Uh, and Subasa, for the first, I don't think we've ever seen her say a negative word about anyone ever. I know. Um, says, I think it'll take longer. Do you think that you'll be able to get along with her? And Ami's like, no, I don't think so. And Subasa's like, I think it's going to be exhausting. And like right now, I feel like I have to be considerate. Um, and I very much get where they're coming from i guess so too but it's also kind of mean to just like oh i guess because they have an image of this person because this person has been on tv before yes 
and they've seen how they live in a house before. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, this person is the exact same person who like stirred all that shit. I don't, I don't remember her like stirring shit with like any of her girls. Yeah, but she stirred up shit in the house, and she made the house very much like a alive. Yeah, with like well, I, I could, I could see you not wanting that if you're Ami or Subasa. Oh yeah, like, me I too. very much get that. If I, if I was in that situation, I would feel very much the same way. Like, oh man, this like this this like firecracker just got thrown into the room while i was sleeping you know it's yeah. kind of how it feels and like yes that maybe is what the show needs but if you are one of those two people that has to live with her like i can understand being overwhelmed already like from go oh yeah but i also think that like i think that if we like cut to like maybe a few months later they're mm-hmm. all gonna be best friends yeah maybe i don't know like this is it's interesting because i feel like i i am definitely coming at this from the ama ami and subasa angle yeah like you have more context about her and kind of know that this will probably work out and for me it's like oh no i hope so i really hope so yeah yeah like when i when i first watched it i was like i was just surprised to see subasa say anything negative i was like me too i was like oh my god I didn't like, even know she was capable of it. it yeah, because like Subasa, like apparently moved all her stuff. Maybe she was trying to like like avoid conflict because she knew that like Sena brought a lot more stuff. She brought a fucking like flower display. She probably has a Who bunch of shit with has, her too. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So she was like, "Oh, maybe I'll make more space." But also, it's like, come on, man. Yeah. Be nice. Yeah. Be nice. Come on. So after that, we, we we cut to the boys' room and they're talking about how they noticed that Subasa and Ami kind of like became very uncomfortable when Sena showed up and then and then left uh which is like if it was that obvious then yeah that that the three of them noticed and like it had to have been pretty overt but they also realized in this conversation that they just left her drinking by herself in the kitchen oh my fucking god <laughs> and they wonder if she's still there and then we cut to <laughs> Sena just drinking by herself she in the is. kitchen also <laughs> singing to herself what the fuck i mean a hundred percent she knows the cameras are like fucking Yes. The cameras are there. She yep. knows her, her correct side. Mm-hmm. She knows her best seat in the table, which is incredible. I love that. I love that I there's someone too. on there's someone in Tara's house who understands Tara's house to that level. Like what a veteran. Like Yeah. And I love like she sits there specifically because she knows the angle of her when she's like downing glasses of wine after glass of wine. Um oh like how God. good that angle looks. It's it's so good. Like it's I really I really appreciate it. But it's it's yeah. I guess it just it looked a little creepy. Honestly, it did. It was it was, it was yeah. pretty fucking terrifying. Yeah, it, that's that's kind of where I'm coming from, and that's why I understand the Ami and Subasa thing. Where it's like I'm I'm more I feel more uneven than excited at the moment. Like yeah. I am interested to see what happens, but I'm more like oh shit, the the ground is kind of falling out from below me, and I don't I don't know what this is anymore. Because this is also, like, not only is it wild that Sana is back and, like, yeah. Sana just in who she is is a lot to handle and, and is the firecracker that we were talking about before. But at the same time, this also kind of marks a transition for Terrace House as a TV show because, like, this is a new thing for them. To bring someone from an old season back as a member on the new season is something that like very classic reality TV shows do as like yeah. the big surprise. Um, and I just never expected that kind of thing from Tara's house, but here we are. I know, but here we are. It's this, uh, it's that Netflix money. Yeah. It's interesting. It's very interesting. Um, it, it is kind of like the, the classic reality TV showification of Tara's house, uh, in, in this one move, but 
Anyway, that's the end of the episode is Santa drinking and singing to herself. Yeah, Santa drinking and like casting a curse on on her future ex-husband mm-hmm. to make sure that she gets all the money when they when they inevitably die. Yeah. It, it, it was very much a power move. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I appreciate it a lot. Winners and losers? <sighs> I think. Okay, let's do it. I don't think anyone loses. Actually. I don't think so either. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. I don't think anyone loses. I think that's pretty easy, but I think everyone wins this this episode. Yeah, me too. Like Ami, Ami, I guess would be the only person that might lose, but like not really because she's just very uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I could see people. I th- I think that's going to be the point of contention. Maybe. Yeah. It is is Ami? I personally didn't think she did anything that bad in this episode. Like. Yeah, I don't either. Making fun but, of Taka for eating curry like isn't really like that I big would of a do. deal. I would TBH. do it too. Those, I would also those. do the same thing. Like those beans looked weird, but <laughs> but also like I can I can understand her like being hesitant with like this yeah. veteran coming back in. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's that's it. I think everyone actually did win. Yeah. It was Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas, everyone's this is a winner. Your, yeah, everyone's a winner. This is your, this is my gift to you. Here's your, here's your free pass. Yeah, here's your free pass. Everyone wins. Mm-hmm. Man, um, what a good episode! I'm so fucking hyped to watch the next one. I'm so excited. Unbelievable episode. Part I can't two believe is this. Really doing it. I can't believe this. This is incredible. Part three drops like next month, so we gotta fucking. Yeah, we have we have like literally exactly one month. I think. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Um. Hey. Thanks. That's, that's it. That's the show. That's the uh, show. <laughs> we have some stuff. Uh, our theme song is called Young. It's by Ryan Mitchell Gray. Uh, it's off the album A Plus Ultra. You can go listen to it everywhere. Links in the show notes. Uh, we have a Twitter account. It's at no script at all. Please tweet at us. Please tweet at us. We got very nice tweets today. Yeah. Our, our Twitter has really been happy. kind of like, it's been interesting watching the, the Twitter kind of slowly grow over time. It's very cool. Uh, we have a Facebook group, which has been very overtly growing and like really really active and very cool um like maybe the only good facebook group i've ever been in ever and you can find it by searching for no script at all on facebook uh and and you'll find it there it's very good i love i love everyone in here it's very good what else oh you know we haven't mentioned in a while we have an email address it's no script at all at gmail.com um so if you want to send us an email go for it and besides that uh my name is oh wait just kidding um if you, if you, if you like the show please rate us on itunes it means a lot yeah uh, and that said my name is brendan bigley you can find me on the internet at brendan bigley my name is andrew caproni you can find me on the internet at irie smile aloha aloha, aloha. aloha.